you know Our Town Reno and The Biggest Little Streets Instagram have a podcast? Yeah, it's part of the overall Our Town Reno Street Reporting Collective. The podcast has interviews of heroes and sheroes of Reno. It looks into our unaffordable housing crisis and efforts to hashtag help each other out. It also has Keep Reno Rad interviews with local artists. Find it wherever you get your podcasts by looking for Our Town Reno. Our Town Reno. Hey, this is Mark with Magpie Coffee Roasters here, and we are up in the mix. Hideout. This is Sean, aka the Truth, aka the Super Nicest, aka the Armister R. We got uh, Caesar, aka Della Photo, aka the Plug, aka Tracksuit Boppy. The Honey Badger is in the building. We're back this week with another brand new episode of all of this excellence that oozes from these microphones <laughs> and our pores, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just us this week, which is good. You know, getting back to. Uh, you know, us connecting, get a little synergy back up, even though it's always, it's usually pretty much at like 95%. This is just for that extra five. Yeah. Um, Mills, do you have a story time this week? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was actually kind of funny. Uh, Tanya, T-Money, and I were like uh, going to get some in and out the other day. <laughs> we got in and out this week, too. <laughs> yeah. So, and then she was, uh, you know, it was like after work, you know, so like we usually try to talk. Yeah, about our work day and stuff and but this time it was just in the car she was driving and i forgot what it was like because she sells stuff like on poshmar and things like that right so she was ranting about this girl that gave her a review that like the shoes were like used and then she was just like it says used lightly used in my description, description. right and it's like oh and then she's like, this bitch, this is like her first or second transaction buy. Yeah. She doesn't you know? realize it. She doesn't know what's up. And she's like, bitch, I've been in this game for years. <laughs> like, get I it wrote all. Wrote me a manual. <laughs> yeah, get it all hard. Step by step booklet for you to get. <laughs> get it all hard body. And that song, I was like, son, that's Tanya. Tanya, I was like, I got a song for you. <laughs> Put that song on. <laughs> Did she laugh? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. I was like, you a gangster girl. <laughs> been in the game for years <laughs> i was laughing so hard so i was funny. just crying in the passenger seat yeah it was uh it was a good one so the tut money you know g'd up from the feet up not me yes this is makari and poshmark yeah. i've been getting the come up on shoes on there lately yeah like, yeah you know uh i was just telling uh uh shout out nicole and her husband justin uh, he's like all this mm-hmm. you know, sneaker resale and stuff. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. I told him about it, so he like hooked me. Like him and his like business partner were talking to me about you know exclusives. Like yeah. sometimes we get you know drops and stuff. So like I'll look for your size now, mm-hmm. and uh, whatever we can get, like we'll sell it to you for retail. Yeah, for box price, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh oh, about to have way more fucking shoes than I need. <laughs> Tell him I'm eleven, eleven and a half. <laughs> I'll let your boy. So that's the thing, you know. I've been watching Complex. It's just manifesting it, Caesar. Yeah. It's just we get free shit. 
it's going down yeah <laughs> we'll be like the ones that go on there we're like oh we already got this so yeah we're gonna go gonna pick up something for the yeah <laughs> we're gonna go sneaker shopping and uh we're just gonna you know invite your kids from school exactly like Shaq. <laughs> he's like oh each of you get two pair of shoes and this is like six kids and they just yeah. run and go buy shoes that's just so i mean i used to watch it sporadically but i've just been like on a kick of it this yeah for me sneaker shopping before it got like it's sponsored by mcdonald's now it's like uh now it is like when everyone does like a press run now it's part of it you know so before i liked it a lot because it was just like you had to pay attention yeah and it was like easier to get stuff yeah and then now it's just like I don't know. They're all making their bread at Complex, you know. So it's just like, you know, salute to uh, Joe the Puma out there, sneaker god. And, yeah, so it's just like they're getting money now. And now it's just like uh, people that are not even too into sneakers are always on there. Yeah, like Chris Rock was saying, he's like, you know what it is? He's he's like, why would I grow up and stop liking? He's like, I'm going to be listening to Wu-Tang when I'm 80. <laughs> he's like. You don't think I'm gonna want to walk around some fresh Jordan ones <laughs> yes. either? He's like, so the old. He's like, the more people, you know, all of us older people get, the more they want it. And he's like, yeah. they just keep making the same amount. Yeah. He's like, you know, demand. So he's like, demand naturally goes up, and they just keep making the same amount. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Chris Fock, very. That's very insightful. <laughs> it hit me right there. Cause yeah. I was like, of course. Yeah. It's like the same thing with video games, mm-hmm. except you know they keep making them. It's like cheaper shoe game is not no shoe game if especially anthony and i uh were talking about how like these plain ass shoes are like reselling for like like the pandas there's nothing special about the material yeah, the basic the they're basic. just black and white but they happen to be dunk lows and dunk lows are hot and i'm about like dunk highs anyways you know which is fine and but those are impossible to get too and like they're just black and white that's it what do my students want got because he like follows, he's like, yeah, they got yeah. like a reup. He had him yesterday on for the first time mm-hmm. for the hip hop thing at work, and it's just like, yeah, you know, it used to be if it was whatever the basic model was to shoot, everyone mm-hmm. could get. It yeah. was like the collabos and the exclusive colorways and the limited edition yeah. stuff that you were like hunting to get. Yeah, like and, the holiday <laughs> ones and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that you might pay a little bit, you know, over. Because the box they, price. they use the premium materials yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you might pay like, you know, 20, 30, maybe 50 bucks extra for. Yeah. But now you got to pay like 100 bucks extra just to get the basic one. Yeah. If you're not in and like the sneaker app is trying to do better, but you know how that <clears throat> bullshit works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just crazy to me. And like we were talking. So Jock Slades, I sent the thing. I love. He does hard pass. He has this YouTube. He's also old like us. And he has like an awesome thing where it's just like we should all like Nike could make way more money if they just do a pre-sale, you know? And it's just everyone then everybody could get like at box price, you know? And they know exactly how much to make, make a little bit more, uh, just in case, and like that's it. Yeah, for people to understand, they mean like Announce the shoe, and then everyone goes online, buys, buys it, it, and then they produce the shoe at a later time yeah. based off those numbers, and yeah. they make extra retail, and that is, yeah, ah, it makes me so frustrated, because, like, it would. But, but Nike, like, they love to control this reseller market, because I think the plan is, what they're gonna do pretty soon is have, like, 
authentication on there so every time like the sneaker is sold like again like as a resale oh they nike, can track it yeah nike can track it and you probably get a piece of it you know it's just like some weird little thing that i don't know i just you know conspiracy sees i mean it makes sense to try and monetize it and make monetize it that resale yeah. so if they control the resale they're only getting it at retail price yeah exactly want, i mean and if you guys don't know the reads the resale game is crazy. Yes. I mean like those pandas, for example. Uh they box price is a hundred, a hundred and ten. They're selling for like three hundred dollars. Yeah. So that's like two hundred percent over, you know, a a regular and those are black like the and cheapest white. ones. And those that's are the black basic and white. cheapest ones. And nothing special about them. Every once in a while you get a good deal. Like those ones I just got, hundred and fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know why this person was selling them for that. Yeah. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this is only $30 over retail. Yeah. And that's what I do. Like, uh, if I do go to StockX or, you know, wherever you go, 50 bucks is usually my max to pay for a resale. Because as well, like, you know, I got a family. I can't be spending, like, all that stuff. It's hard to justify. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, if the shoe's originally, like, $180... Then if it's special edition, it's probably extra already. Mm-hmm. And then you add in the markup, it like easily gets into like three or four hundred bucks. Especially taxes and shipping, and then you don't get them right away either. Like that's the thing when we it like doubles the price of like what you would normally pay for mm-hmm. the shoe. And I just like and that just kind of defeats the purpose yeah. of like hunting and like finding them and like going to like a mom and pop shops, you know, like classic here, they have them, but they get some stuff and they only get like certain because they're kind of small <clears throat> still. So they get like certain sizes and they always like put it on uh, IG like, hey, we got them first come, first serve, which is tight. But at the end of the day, I'm also working and yeah. I can't just like. Well, I mean, it's impossible for us to go to a yeah. store on a random Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because like sometimes they don't even get them on like say they release on a Saturday. They do get them like on a Tuesday or something or, you know, because they don't they're not like high on the on the on the levels of because uh, they got an sb account yeah the priority list there for nike no there's like different levels there's like a levels like a different tiers of selling mm. so in the s there's like the sb and then nike has different tiers depending on how much you push out and things like that so i think they're on the lowest tier because they've always had an sb account they're like the only place in town with like an sb so you could get the skateboard dunks and like those weird um yeah, so they only get a couple of sizes. I don't even get all the of them. Pair of the drop today that I tried to get the mm-hmm. Stefan Janikowski's. Yeah, yeah, like they might, but like they're so clean too. Yeah, they're like baby blue, white, black. Yeah, Lucita loves those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, enough shoe talk <laughs> and frustration. Yeah. <laughs> like, like both of us don't have too many fucking shoes. Samantha looks at mine she's like I wonder how many she's like I want to see Caesar's collection I was like you can't because it's divided amongst several residences he's got too many fucking shoes my mom so when I moved out and got my own house uh, she like sent a picture and I have I don't know 30 pairs 40 pairs on my house now and my mom still had a hundred and something uh, in my old office See? And she's like, I'm going to have a garage sale. And then my brother just started laughing. And I was like, well, you know, if it does happen, taking L's, but, you know. <laughs> you need to open up. We need to open up the store. <laughs> nah. I'm good. <laughs> I just need to build out my closet. Uh, and, 
you know, work on the garage and like there's just there's too many pairs of shoes, Caesar. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> Team money. You, you gotta like you know you gotta like pare it down, uh, upgrade like s- sell some of them to upgrade to like more ones you like always wanted. Yeah, but then that money because like I always start. When I started, reinvested yourself, <laughs> when I started thinking about like you know selling some and getting pairs that are more expensive, I, then I started thinking about plane tickets. <laughs> so my mind always goes, or that, or that, it could fund both. You know, my mind just always goes to plane so tickets. Hundred something shoes is a lot of money resale. Yeah, but you know, I wear them all. I would have to clean them and a bunch of work, and I don't know. I like to run them into the ground. So. <laughs> But yeah, here yeah. I'm feeling guilty over my like 23 pairs. Yeah, there I got like four bins, five like Costco bins, like <laughs> at the and I I don't keep all the boxes either, and it's just like because I wear all my shoes. Like I just I, like to see all of mine visually, <laughs> so I'm like trying to like I need a I need a bigger like I have a huge rack for them. Yeah, like I need a bigger rack. Like maybe I'll get the boxes underneath and then put the rack on top. I'm like oh that might, that, but then that's too high. Yeah, it's just like you need like your own room. That's the thing. I know, but like that's that's not very achievable. Not very achievable, especially in this housing. Like, yeah. Like it's my office. Last bedroom for shoes. I don't Yeah. And I already got a shitload of books too. Like that's like another thing. Like I have like three tubs of books still like left in my garage. You need need to get like wall to wall book like bookcase. So my dad, now that he's back from Mexico, that's what that's what the goal in the next couple weeks is uh, to build I could only do so much in that room. I just been thinking what I in could your do. Office. Yeah, so that'd be tight. Mm-hmm. So I got to redo my whole closet. Like my closet's easy because I just put a bunch of hoodies, a section for hoodies and jackets, and that's it. And the rest of it is just for sneakers. Because mm. I just wear white tees, and I just got a couple, <laughs> couple of dress shirts, and you know, a couple working of from jeans. that working from home wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. So at then, but I just have all these. I'm just gonna do like two walls. Uh, floor to ceiling bookcases and then from there because i still got those i got those dunnies the stuff that frank from ph yeah, does. yeah so i still have those like there's just i don't know i'm just a nerd and this is what happens i i'm about to buy some i'm gonna wait till they come i'm gonna surprise you all right some uh some decorative additions for the basement all right, all right. i was looking at them on, on instagram and then samantha was like you know what these don't look very high quality. Uh-huh. She's like, let me find you the same thing, but on Etsy. Okay. I'm like, use your expertise. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Team Money, like, she's she goes to these, like, weird bidding sites, you know? I'm like, yo, I need, like, a, a speaker for, uh, like, uh, the TV for my room, you know, my office. And then I'm like, yo, I need some of this and that. And she's like, does her little thing. And she's like, okay, here's how much it is. I'm like, take it out of the account, baby. Let's go. Yeah. When you told me that, I was like, Samantha uses all this. <laughs> Now she's got me out, you know. I was just like once a week. I just go through search, you know, for yeah. like the types of shoes I like or mm-hmm. whatever I'm looking for. And just think, know, I, we need a we once need a, a month. I found a, a deal. <laughs> we need to have them together so they could combine forces and we could just swing through the vines. <laughs> <sighs> them deal forces going on. <laughs> make sure, yeah. Make sure it's more efficient. <laughs> yeah. What are, What are some th- hacks that you know that? That she does it, yeah, yeah. Because I tell her, I'm like, hey, Samantha was excited when I told her about this thing. Yeah. Sometimes you got to keep it low key because, like, too many people get in there and it gets out of control. Then it gets, yeah. Then it's like, yeah. Then you're paying regular price instead of getting the deal. Exactly. 
All right, well, let's move on to today's <laughs> topics. We have topics? Okay, cool. We thought it was just off the cuff. <clears throat> this is episode 151. So oh, like it? Bacardi 151? <laughs> All the gasolina. <laughs> yes. I didn't think of that until I actually typed out the numbers 151. <laughs> uh, I was like, like that rum 51. Back when you're a poor college student and you want to get as fucked up as you can for as cheap as you can, you get that Bacardi. You know you know. Yeah. You know you know. Salute to it doesn't get much stronger than that. <laughs> it's straight gas. Um, salute to uh, salute to my man Uban. I haven't seen you in a while, but uh, he 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 taught me a lot of things. He taught young C's a lot of things, and uh, one time he got a little loose at the what what is it in Vegas? It's like a, it's not a CVS. It's like a like a, a chain of grocery stores, but kind of like Southern Nevada, Southern California. And he got loose one day. He picked up our friend Allie and was just like, like had her on his shoulder. And he's like a big dude. So he is, uh, I think he's like 6'4", but he was like three something. Like, so he's a big dude. And he had like, and Allie was like 5'2". <laughs> and it just looked so funny in the grocery store. And he's like carrying her on the shoulder. He like pushed this old lady. <laughs> like he was just walling out on that 151. So, I don't know. Good old times. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, New Year's 2002 <laughs> was brought to me by Rump. That was the sponsor? That was sponsor. the sponsor of the night? I'm trying to think. Is it, it, it was pretty sure it was 2002. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my friend Byron <laughs> had a party over like by Whitehead or something. And we were all over there. One of my friends like w- like left and walked home. Because he was, we were so tore off that. We were just determined to to finish it. Yeah, what we would do is pop off that screen, and just yeah pass it around. Yeah, I'm sure there's video. I think there's video of me. I'm sure yelling at everyone at like like because just like yeah, the, everyone else like yeah, no, it's fine. And then we're like we're like no, no, yeah, <laughs> we've decided to do this. <laughs> this bottle dies with the year. <laughs> Bottle's not seeing the new year. <laughs> it's taking the L today. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. to drinking like that too. Yeah. But my my liver, my liver definitely appreciates me. Yeah, it's great not to yeah. ever ever come close to that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, 151 episodes. We didn't say anything last week. Pan salutes to him for our 150th episode. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Pan Pan's an awesome storyteller. He got a lot of stories. I'll probably see him today a little bit later. <clears throat> and I'm looking back and I'm like, it doesn't seem like that many episodes. It's like I can remember almost all of them. Yeah. But then you're like, there's some I forget. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like I was, I was thinking, I was like, oh, we should get this person as a guest. And you're like, we already had him. Twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Everything's a blur sometimes because it, it feels like it's like a weekly thing now because yeah. we like the radio show earlier in the week podcast and it's just so fun we've had different co-hosts like yeah to kevin and jake salute to jake i was at jake yeah so you know if you guys want to intern and not get paid shit holler at us <laughs> oh know? i one of my students <laughs> okay okay i like this us, free I got, work i didn't fucking free, show this to free you. work okay i like this he made us like like different logos okay and like a little video intro for the YouTube page. Oh, really? Yeah. I, okay, like, okay. It's, I was like, whoa. He's like, yeah. 
I've just been playing around with this. I'm like, is this what you're going to go to school for? He's like, no. I'm like, bro, you should consider this. Yeah, like, yeah. This I, is dope. Like, you're... Use, use this technical term, pivot. <laughs> yeah. You, you need a pivot. You're good at this. Like, you're taking this way too casually. Yeah. I'm like, people older than me, like, think this is magic. How <laughs> <laughs> logos appear. Like, they don't even understand the work that goes into this. You could make money, you know, with your magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with your ma- with your matrix magic 50 year olds will like be blown away yeah by you know what you can do so yeah i'm like it it was I'm like oh he like sent it to me i was like oh you got to give me permission but he made he made this one right here i'm gonna play for caesar okay so you can see it i'm exciting i'm exciting excited it's like a little vi- video intro okay okay or like in between segments and stuff? Yeah. Okay, okay. Like nice and simple? Yeah. It captures the vibe, though, pretty well. Yeah. And that cityscape? Yeah, the cityscape. I was like, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That's tight. Awesome. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like, salute to you, Abbott. Yeah, we're going like, to hit you. Like, you... <laughs> Have a future. <laughs> this is tight. <laughs> Just uh, started with us, my friend. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, look out for that in the future. Yeah. No, but it's been it's been a fun ride. We met a lot of different people. Like I never thought we would be talking to like politicians. Or just you know? like um, I don't know some of the artists we've talked yeah. to. Pretty nonchalantly. It's just awesome. Salutes to uh, yeah, Elzo. The, the guys at the beach at Todd and Scott, mm-hmm. Jamal, Soros, yeah. Epic. We're like, I don't know. I feel like we've chronicled like the underground, the Reno hip hop scene for the last 20 years with those interviews. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then when we had like the Thermites and like Jamal, you know, and like he's part of like Who Cares and Who Cares is just a, definitely a great Reno. We need to have Ernie on here too. Yeah. Have them all, but. That guy's Shout a, out Ernie. Yeah, that guy's a he's a he's a wild a wild card. <laughs> it's hard hard to hold him down. He's in Sacramento like, back, back nailing Jello to a tree. <laughs> and, uh, speaking of you know milestones, it's also the thirtieth anniversary of the nineteen ninety two LA uprising after the Rodney King verdict. Oh dang. Which you know is a favorite Mm-hmm. topic of my you know, i used to teach about it in in my class and there's a dope documentary uh-huh. uh it's like a vh1 documentary but like they interview a bunch of hip-hop people and have them yeah like where they were and just like talk because like they inter- were interviewed at the time and they're like looking back on it and uh yeah people it has the, the guy who threw the brick he's in it so it's like you get like eyewitness accounts of all the shit that went down. Yeah, he even had interviews with Rodney King before he died. Tight. I um, salute to Anthony Bourdain when he did an episode on L.A. and uh, like Koreatown specifically. He talked to uh, Roy Choi, who kind of started like that crazy, um, uh, like Korean Korean taco barbecue food truck, yeah, right? Yeah. And he was talking about how like it changed after that because the cops wouldn't come to koreatown or anything they were over there on like beverly hills obviously you know and like downtown so they had to protect their own 
and there was like they go to this spot and like here was like was the command center where everyone would like there would be people here so they could call and be like hey everyone go to this store and protect this store you know like in, in the documentary they interview the gun owner in, Ch- in koreatown who uh like handed out guns to everyone that organized like yeah and it showed there's footage of them like shooting it out with people on the street mm-hmm. it's insane like yeah it's like a like, war zone yeah it's literally like a war zone like this guy and this guy who was like just out with his camcorder that night you know like with people and just recording it all it made you know they use this footage of the documentary mm-hmm. and it's insane like all the stuff because he just like drove around the city yeah. that night and like all the stuff he captured yeah like, it's, it's pretty insane and that's why like korea town is still so tight-knit you know because it's just like they all protecting each other like a community should and just like you know it's just a wild time what 92 right 92 mm-hmm. april uh April 22nd, 1992, there was a riot on the streets. Tell me, where were you? I was, uh, how old was I, eight years old? <laughs> yeah, I just remember watching on TV. Yeah, yeah I just it. I just remember, like, wild stuff, just, like, little clips. Yeah, probably, like, after, be, like, a playoff game or something. It'd be a playoff game, like. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know, the Bulls were, the Bulls were doing it. Yeah, was that the first year, too, right? I think it was their first championship, the first, yeah. The first uh, three-peat? Mm-hmm. Uh, it might have been. It might have been their ninety two. Would have been their second year. Yeah. So because ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. So that's when they're. Uh, that that was peak fucking. <laughs> peak Jordan. Yeah, I I I had fucking Jordan. I had the Trailblazer team too. I had the Bulls team. I had the the Trailblazer team. Uh-huh. I had like Jordan posters. Clyde the Glide. Clyde the Glide. I, he's he's so funny in that commercial. Him and Muggsy, about uh the Caesars gambling app. He's like, did you even ask him a question? No. <laughs> I was like, the first time I saw that, I'm like, what is this a commercial for? Yeah. <laughs> what Pat Oswald, right? Is that his Pat name? Oswald, yeah. I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's a weird combination of people. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm collecting these Caesars cars. Like, what do you guys collect? I don't know sports cars, <laughs> like, because they're rich athletes. And then he's like, he's like nerds, and like walks out of there in his gold hype beat. Like, oh my god, yeah. So funny. Mm-hmm. So funny. Speaking of that, NBA playoffs are in full swing. Oh my God! You see, Joel Embiid. Yeah, he's out, right? Orbital fracture. Yeah, and a mild concussion. He's done. So there's like he's out at least they're like five days. Mm-hmm. They said like last time he had something like this, he was out three weeks. He had to, and he had to have surgery that time too, mm-hmm. and wear a mask when he came. Yeah, back. you know, uh, old dirty Gilder. I'm sorry, but hopefully Harden pulls through. We'll see. They're done. Take a sorry. little bit more weight. There, there's no way. <laughs> There's no way they're beating the Celtics. Yeah, they're Dunzo or not the Celtics. The uh, who are they playing? Bucks. It's Bucks Celtics and it's uh, Sixers Heat. There's no heat. way they're beating the Heat. Yeah, Jimmy Buckets hard body. Yeah, and then uh, salute to you, Brad. Uh, Warriors, Warriors, Grizzlies. Was that today or Monday? Starts t- uh, Sunday tomorrow. Sunday. And uh, so nobody yeah, plays. One today? of us will be salty. There's no games today. Yeah, one of us will be salty after this. Hey, we should go watch it somewhere. I know, but I might like get it. Brad, <laughs> <laughs> let's go watch. Brad, come. Let's go. I want to see this. Oh, we get so angry. You know what? I think Fernando's a Fernando's a Grizzly fan. Uh, is it Thunder? He's Thunder. Never mind. Yeah. Other <laughs> team from that area of the country <laughs> with similar colors. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna be interesting. 
I'm excited. The Warriors looked great in the first round, and uh, it restored uh, my confidence. Like the the only team I worried about was the Grizzlies. They could barely beat the fucking weak ass Timberwolves. <laughs> the fucking crybaby Townsend, right? Towns, oh my god, like... just big for nothing. That dude is big for nothing. Edwards has taken over that team for sure. Oh yeah, you could tell because in the game the, yeah. they were eliminated. Edwards dropped thirty. Carl Anthony Towns had eighteen points and missed a bunch of three pointers. I was just like, I tweeted like I was, I was like, good thing he's the best big man shooter ever. And I was like, oh wait, like yeah, it's very popular comments on Twitter. <laughs> a lot of fucking Carl Anthony Town haters out there. <laughs> he just cried. Oh my god, he, he's almost like the the Drake Jordan meme now, right? <laughs> He's just soft. He's just soft. Like, he's huge. And he's just... And also, important, important, important. Free throws, motherfuckers. <laughs> Free throws are so important in the playoffs. Yeah. You're going to give me a heart attack with that. Yeah. even Curry's been missing. Curry's been missing. missing yeah, Poole's been missed a little bit. Poole missed a couple. And, like, Wiggins has struggled all year. Yeah. Like, uh, anyways, I, got a, I don't want to talk I about I got that. little things with Wiggins, you know. But... Speaking of what? Not being tough. <laughs> He's just like, his defense is, like you said, pretty solid. But it's just like sometimes those clutch, clutch shots, you need to sink them. Wide open. Like, don't get, like, come on, guy. Come on, Wiggins. <laughs> this is what you're paid for. Anyways, Wiggins is fine. <laughs> Fuck the Timberwolves. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> that guy is just soft-ass team. <laughs> but the Pelicans, though. They, the Pelicans. they impressed they got me some so much. Yeah. yeah, Ingram got some. Like he's just like, um, who is it on the on the Bulls? Uh, DeRozan. DeRozan. Yeah, like all like DeRozan. All of, I'm we watching a game, and I was like, by the fourth quarter, here he is. I'm like, where do these 35 points come from? Very nonchalantly. Same thing like with Ingram, you know. But Ingram also, you know. His defense is getting better. He's blocking people, getting those rebounds. Like, Ingram is very... C.J. McCollum on that team has made a huge difference. Yes, exactly. Get a little bit veteran on there to help his like, kids. Zion, where are you at, bro? Oh, my God. He says he wants to stay, but, you know... I don't believe him. Whatever. He's, he's Whatever. A, he's, a, he's, a, he's a real linebacker player. He's, he's the Jay Electronica of the NFL, <laughs> or the NBA. He does great sitting on commercials, though. <laughs> Like he's got like a you know, he had that one good ass season, but it's just like and he got broken. There's a bunch of fucking you know, yeah, EPs and features. <laughs> like Blake Griffin, right? <laughs> Blake Griffin's old now. Yeah, and now he's old. Cause like when he first when Blake Griffin first came in, I'm like, just think Blake Griffin was th- that dude. Yeah, I'm like, just think if Blake Griffin had a mid range shot. And how much? And then he got one, but now it's too late. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, but uh. Yeah, what it was? What's this DJ premiering Zara Zara thing? So Zara pretty much ripped off the Gangstar logo, and he put it he put it on the interwebs. For what? Zara's clothing, like Zara. Oh, so Zara's their a, logo? Yeah, not like they have Zara's like a big. It's like huge in Europe. Um, it's like an H and M almost, you know, like where it's like relatively decently priced for kind of like good fashion stuff. But they have they got this thing and it's a logo and it looks exactly like the gangster logo. And he's like, What the fuck, Zara? Good for them for calling him out. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, lawyers are in there because it's it's like exactly the same thing, like the little circle on the star, but it doesn't say gangstar in there, and they have it on a zip up and it is Have you seen the Fashion Atlanta episode yet? Not yet. I need to. I need to. Even Anthony told me I need to see it. 
I've been too busy chasing a child. You're going to love it so much. It's all the shit we fucking talk about. No, and that's why I like salute to Jock Slade because they were, he was talking about resellers, you know, and he was talking about so much. And he talks about all the time, and I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> oh, God, dude. This thing. Talk I, about, I, I, I can't with this, but this go ahead. This thing. I think this is going to be the future of celebrity gossip stuff. But, like, you know, the Johnny Depp heard trial and all this wild shit and, like, literally shit. <laughs> and, like,. Just, I haven't looked up that. I didn't believe it at first. No, it's apparently I didn't either. It's true. I thought maybe she like farted on a pillow or something, but she shit on his side of the bed. It's it's I crazy. Saw, I saw like they played a tape of her saying like, "Go to the press. Like they're gonna believe you, Johnny Depp, is the victim <laughs> of uh, like spousal abuse. <laughs> no one will believe you. Look at like." her taunting him dude and she fucked up so he gave her like four million dollars to donate to some charity and then the charity's like we never got it so she pocketed like millions of dollars and then dude it's just so funny because like johnny depp he's charming and funny and they were what cracked me up they were trying to bring up stuff about him and marilyn manson hanging out right and he's like yeah we we hung out did some drugs like you know we're adults you know and he's like did did you give like manson a a pill and he's like yeah so he was shut the fuck up (laughs) like you know like they're like trying to like demean his character when he he has so much proof that like he's the one getting like all fucked up wild yeah it is wild even her lawyers her lawyers asked the question and then, uh, what is it when you retract it? Um, what is that word? You retract it? No, it's like I uh, strike it from the record. Something in it, like the lawyer asked. Wait, the lawyer was questioning a witness. The her lawyer said it, and he's like, "Actually, no." Like, like they don't even know what they're doing on her side. Who would take that case? Like, it's so crazy how abusive she was to him. It makes me view Johnny Depp and all his neuroses in a way different way. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, like, they were talking about how he got, like, off the wagon when he was doing the the Lone Ranger. So he got, like, back. Yeah, he's, that fell off ever since then. Yeah. And then, and it's, like, like, all her. Yeah. And the Fantastic Beast, they cut him because of this because they thought he was an abusive person. But it turns out he's not. He's the one being abused. Yeah. It's just, you know, we shouldn't, <laughs> I mean, look. Domestic violence happens to men too. Yeah, oh, dude, and should the, be this, this shocking, but this, it's just—I mean, if it, even if it was like a—I uh, feel like if it was a woman celebrity, it was still—it would be just as shocking. Yeah, that they like behind the scenes have all this going on and still doing work and still yeah, are, yeah being like a celebrity, which is hard enough. Yeah, this last one I saw, I guess the doorman was like a witness, but he he videoed in. And he was driving and vaping at the same time. <laughs> I was like, this thing is like, it's like a TV show. Wow. And it's like live all the time. They There's like, yeah. what there's so like, many. The students like, like, can we uh, use this for our, like, because they have to like watch a trial. Uh-huh. And like for like their project. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's an actual trial. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't say it could be any trial. <laughs> like, yes, you can use this for your project. They ask them the weirdest questions. They're like. Oh, did you have a box with like drugs in there? And he's like, probably at the house, you know, like, like, and I put it away, away from the kids or whatever, you know? And then it's like, 
he's like, was there cocaine in there? And it's like, from experience, you don't just put cocaine in a wooden box. It's a little like, it'll have residue and you'll lose a bunch of stuff, you know? And he was just like, I'm like, why are they asking him these weird questions? Trying they to just, look bad. Yeah. But like, I'm sure any celebrity just lives this lifestyle. Sounds like an episode of Entourage. <laughs> Yes. I've never been rich and have a mansion, but you know, there might be random (laughs) intoxicants (laughs) around various places. Recreational things. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it's just wild to me. I don't know. It's just fucking crazy. And like she's just there and like she she looks so I I can't wait to is she I don't think she's taking the stand yet. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't get involved any more than I have. (laughs) And you don't even watch any. I just watched little like three <coughs> three minute clips on YouTube. No, and I saw the shit in the bed thing, and I was like, "Wait, what's up with this?" And then I was like, "Whoa!" Like at mm-hmm. first, I was like, "This is like, is this like a mental?" I didn't realize. And then I'm like, "Oh, she's doing this because she's like abusing him." Mm-hmm. You're like, "Wow!" Yeah. And then you like hear the tape. Like the one thing that was the thing. Because like I listened to the tape, and I was like, "This is out of control." Okay, I I this is whole nother levels of seriousness this is no mm-hmm. joke at all yeah this is- she like knew like who's who's gonna believe the guys getting you know yeah it's kind of like when like guys go after child support and unless like the mom's like a serious drug addict like it's hard for them <clears throat> to get anything yeah you know insane insane mm-hmm. take that gender roles <laughs> <laughs> all right uh. traditional gender roles that is anyways <clears throat> let's do this hot history all right I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. So, can you explain this party day of Cinco de Mayo? Explain the party day of Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, okay. like the history of it, so people really know about it. Um, I don't know the origins of Cinco de Mayo <clears throat> as it is. Like, I know it was like um, when uh, the new Mexican Republic defeated the French invaders, mm-hmm. like in 1820 something. That could be off slightly. 1862. 1862. There we go. Yeah, during the Civil War. That's why we were paying attention to what was going on there. But anyways, um, yeah, that was like the Battle of Pueblo. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how it went from that to anything else that we've... (laughs) Yeah, like it's crazy. But yeah, so uh, Mexico was just outnumbered. I think it was like 8,000 to 4,000. And they beat them. And, like, the rumor is, like, the French drank the water, got a little diarrhea, so it fucked everybody up. Kind of helped help the brown Montezuma's people. Montezuma's revenge. Yeah. And I guess it's just, like, a sign of, uh, now it's, like, a sign of, like, uh, patriotism. Well, yeah. I don't understand how what it is in the United States. Yeah, I don't know how they got Because, like, like, even, like, like, you know, I've always had students from Mexico, and they'd be like, we don't even celebrate celebrate that in, in Mexico. our state. Yeah. It's only, like, that one state in Mexico mm-hmm. that celebrates it. I don't know what state it is, but, like, whatever state Pueblo is in. Mm-hmm. Like, in, I think it's south, south, southern parts of Mexico. Probably, yeah. But, yeah. You know, how many, I don't know how many states are in Mexico. I feel like there's 30-something. There's a lot of states, but. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's like, <laughs> that'd be like, you know. To put this into American terms for some people, <laughs> it would be like if, say, the state of Iowa had a like celebration for Nevada Day. For no, like let's say Iowa just had this celebration of something that happened in the past, and then uh, a bunch of Americans moved to England, and then England had a national <laughs> holiday about this random ass thing 
in Iowa. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, involved American stereotypes. <laughs> like sombreros and taco hats. Don't yeah. be racist on Cinco de Mayo. People wilding out. There's no need to culturally appropriate. Just go enjoy <laughs> the fucking festivities. Uh, people, <clears throat> just like the... They can't help themselves. They can't. Just like the rodeo. <laughs> just like the fucking rodeo. People buy brand new Cosplay. Yeah. You think this is a game? <laughs> I've been in this game for years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Time for first break. All right. Uh, my song of the week. It is uh, Uptown Baby by Peter Guns and Lord Tyreek. Nice little classic. New York classic. So listen. Uptown Baby. <laughs> so listen and enjoy, guys. Salute. What's up, guys? I want to tell you guys about one of our new sponsors and favorite tattoo shops here in town. Yeah, our favorite tattoo shop is Lasting Dose Tattoo, located in Midtown Reno at 888 South Virginia Street. They are open Tuesday to Saturday, 12 to 8. They have an artist for any style tattoos. Walk-ins are always welcome. And they have an art gallery that you can see as you wait for your tattoo. For any information, you can find them at www.lastingdosetattoo.com or their Instagram at lastingdosetattoo. One, two. One, two. New York to the heart, but got love for all. Lie die in the fire where I learn the ball. Uptown is the place where I lay my dome. On the streets of the Bronx where my family roam. Oh damn it, we home. Peter got a n- player haters can feel the flame for my heater. I never really liked to play a fool like that, but I love to succeed. C falls fall flat, flat like deja vu. And I got another clip down a deja crew. I sit pissed out, dumb pee, mo with the pissed out. Just cause I'm pissy don't mean you should miss down. Keep them in the fitties and hundreds all arranged. Anything less than that, you keep the change. Not filthy rich, but chambele broke. Blessed with flows to keep you hooked like dope. Friends call me guns, sons call me trife. Cause I'm quick to slide off and slide this up in your wife. And that's life. You should learn how to treat her. I guarantee Peter knows how to eat the end. In the Bronx, call me Lex, cause I push a Lex And I rock a Rolex, and I lounge on Lex And I love sex, and I wave on sets That be trying to flex, like Dex God rest your soul, but when you're playing cards with guns It ain't no time to fold, ho New York dudes got crazy game But out of town, it is all the same Brooklyn, Brooklyn, crazy loot That's because when it's beat, they ain't scared to shoot All of them, all know how to play Mac the 600, getting crazy pay out of Queens, got no lock Strapped with the running up in your spot But if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap Probably never would be going on So tell me where you from Uptown baby, uptown baby We gets down baby, for the crown baby Now if it wasn't for the Bronx This rap 
probably never would be going on. So tell me where you from. Uptown, baby. Uptown, baby. We get down, baby. I'm for the crown, baby. Yo, the RM80 is parked in a lot right next to the Mercedes. Keep the heat cocked for these blocks that are shady. You're crazy if you walk around thinking gravy. Stop me, maybe. I'm living life flawless. Making big investments on them A-class flawless. It's callless. I'm comfortable like Ricardo. Two quarters of my life walking roads tight and narrow. Deep thoughts which I abide by. Puffing high, got my mind's eye. Point sharper than an arrow. Getting high, keep your eye on a sparrow. Riches like the pharaoh. Bought a new five with the snitches for these trunk full of ammo. Keep my toes close than most. Just keep their own shadow. And I strap for my foes like a saddle. I rock stones of a rock gravel. Touch whatever have you. I'm from Soundview. Bronx most wanted. Front get confronted. Player we rolling deep in the 1.500s. Like big eye, red eyed, mad. You step outside and get blooded. Have your whole block flooded with the Bronx. It's a warning. Storming guns out from dust to dawn. And it's on, no doubt. Keep an eye on your when I'm roaming about and put an eye on your lip watch your mouth I'm from the Bronx wipe your feet when you step in my house cause you's a small time about a half an ounce now New York, New York crazy game but out of town out of town's all the same Brooklyn, Brooklyn crazy loot that's because when it's beef they ain't scared to shoot Harlem, Harlem how to play back to 600 getting crazy pay out of Queens got shit on lock strapped with the up in your spot. But if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap sh probably never would be going on. So tell me where you from. Uptown, baby. Uptown, baby. We get down, baby. I'm for the crown, baby. Now if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap sh probably never would be going on. So tell me where you from. Uptown, baby. Uptown, baby. We get down, baby. I'm for the crown, baby. Uh, uh, the guns like what? Uh, the Lord Tariq is like what? Uh, sound view like what? Uh, my 74th like what? Uh, money boss like what? Uh, the gun runners like what? Uh, and KNS like what? Uh, and Uptown like what? Charlene, play, play on. Strong Eye, play, play on. And uh, Mount Vern, play, play on. And Yonkers, play, play on. And uh, Putting it down for NY, you know what I mean? NY and worldwide. Welcome back to Up in the Mix. That was uh, Caesar's Song of the Week. It was Uptown, baby, by Peter Guns and Laura Tariq, baby. Ah, so good. Video. I don't know if it was in the Yankee Stadium or something to make look like Yankee Stadium. Looked like the budget had some was, weird effects. Yeah, it looks, like, looks like the budget was kind of low, you know? That's kind well, of the charm. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Peter Guns' kid. This song got played out. Like, yeah. it was so hot. Yeah. Man. Like, because I remember. It was like a summer banger. There was a time where I got sick of it because yeah. I heard it so much. Yeah. I was like, I can't listen to this song for like 10 years. But, uh, but yeah. So, Peter Peter Guns has a kid, Corey Guns, raps better than his dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's the crazy thing. Uh -huh. Corey Guns is definitely more. <laughs> Uh, uh -huh. successful rapper. Yeah, yeah. His pops, but his pops has this. Like, mm -hmm. uh, Corey doesn't have as a hit as big as this, but yeah, his pops was kind of a one-hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's wild. It is. It is full circle there. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what do we have for you? What's grinding your gears this week? We have Sean? trivia time first. Oh, saying, okay. Right. Well, oh no! Just yeah. Kidding, yeah. Yeah, my what bad. I, what's going on here? My grinding of gears. Can okay. I not read? <laughs> All right, you fucking Elon Musk stands. People who love Elon Musk are what grind my gear. Ah, oh. and other billionaires, like people who think these guys. 
are like i don't know gods or like special like superhuman people who you know it's just the way we like treat them is so ridiculous by gods do they mean like the pyramids where they pretty much put everyone in slavery to make all yes. their all their wealth <laughs> we're just living out the modern version of that yeah we just don't realize it because there's so much exploitation that goes into being a, a billionaire billion. i love that math that you brought up and how long how much they have to do yeah like how or how much to make People a year literally can't fathom the difference between a million and a billion mm-hmm. but like what did i say like a million seconds is like three months in a billion seconds is like six years or something crazy. And the math, like if even if you make like a hundred thousand dollars a year or hundred and fifty, you made a hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and never spent anything for two thousand years, you'd be a billionaire. Yeah. See, like it's just crazy to think that much money. Like I can't, yeah. I can't even understand. Like it took me like to save up enough money for a house was a lot for me. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's what they make in ten minutes. <laughs> like, like someone was like. He could have given every American something. It was some crazy. If, if like for what he's bought Twitter for, supposedly, he could have just given every American like five hundred thousand dollars or something crazy, like some crazy amount of number that would be life changing for everyone. Yeah. It's so like that's, yeah. But he buys Twitter. The distance between the distance between us and them is the same distance between a slave in Egypt and the Pharaoh. Yeah. We just don't realize it. Or Earth and Pluto. <laughs> Yes. It's so like, and Elon Musk specifically, oh my gosh. Like, his dad was a bit like super rich. I was like reading an interview with his dad, and he's like, yeah, we used to keep our money because they lived in South Africa, like cash on hand in their house in a safe. And sometimes it would be overflowing. And like, the me and the boys would have to like work together to close it. And then there'd be bills splitting out of the sides, and we would just take that to fill our pockets for walk around money. Oh, man. How, like, that, he, th- another story I was just reading that his dad tells is, like, when Elon was 16, him and his brother, because his dad owned, like, a, a di- like an emerald mine, mm-hmm. like, they were in New York City, because they traveled all around, this, and, like, he, like, fell asleep one morning, and they, like, took some of the jewels and just walked to Tiffany's and, like, sold them on their own. Shit. And then, like, hit, they were, like, mm-hmm. surprised later, but, like, because he was, like, yeah, he, like, sold one for, like, $800. And like a two, two other ones for like two thousand dollars, and then they went back. The eight hundred dollar one was being resold for like twenty thousand dollars. Holy shit! And then the dad like explained to them like, mm-hmm. but like yeah, and like Elon tries to say that he like he was poor after he left his dad and shit. You're like you were just in college, bro. Out there getting high. It's not like <laughs> it's not like your pops stopped being a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, like he maybe he like didn't support you or whatever, but it was like. All you could do is just swallow some pride and go ask him for money, which eventually you did. Dude, yeah. And then they say he started PayPal. No, he didn't. Like, he was against the, like, like the company uh, wanted to focus, he wanted to focus on other things besides PayPal. And they did that so much that they pushed him out of the company as as CEO. (laughs) But he just kept his shares. Then once, under Peter Thiel, once he took over... And the company focused on the PayPal service. It was renamed PayPal in 2001. And then eventually eBay bought it for $1.5 billion. All of that happened after Musk was removed from power. <laughs> but because he had the largest shareholder, he made a cool $175 million off that deal. 
and that's like goes on from there like he started spacex and when they first started like they he says like they tried to work with russians and like the russians stopped working with him because of how inexperienced he was like it said in one thing like a russian space official spat at him because <laughs> they were so frustrated with trying to work with him and then like that's how he eventually went and started spacex and like but he took that over from like a some non-profit called the mars society it's just like all of this shit he's involved in like he overtook tesla and like a hostile takeover during the recession <laughs> like he didn't start these companies he just leveraged the money he had smartly and people think he's like some fucking genius fucking philanthropist like we're in fucking metropolis and he's Lex Luthor. It's so uh. fucking stupid to me. Uh. It's like, no, this guy exploits all every business he's worked with. He's left like in terrible terms. He just he's a terrible person. He's a fucking terrible person. He like looks mm. down on public transportation. Like the shit he says is so wild. And he's, like, trying to turn this into, like, some stance on free speech. Bro, you're a fucking billionaire. He's about to start charging and you're trying for Twitter. To, trying to stand up for free speech for, yeah. like, the fucking, for people to, like, what, say the N-word? And, like, you know, ca- like make fun of Jewish people? <laughs> like, this is, you're standing up for, like, the worst people in the world on some stupid fucking misguided principle so you can make money. Mm-hmm. And these people are eating out. Like, if you really wanted to make a difference, you would fucking stand up or come out against racism or, or some shit that actually is a problem in the world, not the free speech of, like, fucking he white has, dudes. He has the money to help out the United States a lot. So Or yeah. wherever. Wherever. Like, and he, like, dude, shut the, get the fuck out of here. Kevin, you too. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's reached a point, like, Mike has been on this thing trying to prove to Kevin that, that Elon Musk is a terrible person. And I'm just like, Kevin, you got to fucking admit it. Mm-hmm. He like, he's, he's spread false shit about COVID-19. It's his tweets are. Yeah. Yeah. He like disobeyed, like the orders for the shutdown and shit. Huh. It just makes me so mad. He like, he's like, uh, tweeted in res- in support of like the Canadian truckers against and called Justin Trudeau the like like posted a meme like Justin Trudeau was Adolf Hitler comparing him to Adolf Hitler. Really? He tweets shit like pronouns suck. Even his own like girlfriend Grimes, whatever was mad about that because he like always makes comments against like people choosing their pronouns. Like this guy is a fucking douchebag. <laughs> he just happens to be rich. Yeah. He criticizes public transport. Like, all this shit. Like, he, you could just tell he's an out-of-touch, rip, rich asshole. He, like, comes out. He's against... The, he thinks the U.S. government should should not give subsidies to companies. When his company benefits more than any other company from the subsidies mm-hmm. that they have. It's so ridiculous. It's so fucking... And all the shit he's gotten into. He's been fined multiple times for his tweets and manipulation of the stock market. That's why he's buying Twitter. He's just mad because he's like gotten caught so many times doing illegal shit, but and by the sec yeah. and they, uh, he's got all these fines and shit and it makes him mad because <laughs> most of his money is tied up like in stocks. Mm-hmm. He's not like cash. Cause he just owns these companies, which some of them don't make anything. So like it's all, all of their wealth is based off their, like a 
people's fucking feelings in the stock market. It's so unbelievably a fucking house of cards. Yeah. And people fucking, yeah, that's what grinds my gears. <laughs> Elon. Because he went after AOC on the interwebs, right? And uh, he puts these weird memes up there. Elon Musk doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah, he just like put weird memes. Like, like your life isn't even a fucking blip in the fucking algorithm of responsibility he has financially with all of these companies. You're just a tick in mm-hmm. a fucking, you know, oh, well, sorry. He would kill you and coldly pay out whatever amount of money needed to keep it moving. <laughs> Very easily. Mm-hmm. That's you. You are a fucking slave in Egypt, and he's the pharaoh, and you have no idea. Yeah, and you're sitting there. Def- you're the slave, fucking, you know, worshiping um, the pharaoh. Our master's to- so good to us. Exactly. You're the one volunteering to be killed with him <laughs> to protect him to in protect the afterlife the, down there in the in the crypt. Anyways, uh, <laughs> trivia time. <laughs> this is a lot better. I'm pretty uh, proud of my trivia themes okay. this week. I'm excited about this one. You'll, 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 you'll probably guess a couple. All right, you want me to go first? Yeah, go, go first. first. Lay down this music. Let's go. So, yeah, hit us with that music, Sean. All right, you trivia, trivia music. Time. All right. Caesar, my trivia is themed all about the L.A. riots of 1992. Okay, okay. Because they're them. deeply tied to hip-hop. Yes. All right, so number one. What famous rap album was being recorded during the riots and features clips and live interviews done during them? Features the clips and live interviews? And it was it's one of the greatest rap albums of all time. Uh huh. Features the clips? It's not the clips album? No, no, no. Features clips, oh, clips. from the riots. Oh, is the NWA, right? Nope. No? You have a second guess? No. <laughs> the Chronic. Uh, I was? Oh, the shit. Chronic, yeah. Dr. Dre was recording it because mm-hmm. that documentary has like corrupt. And they were all like hanging out in the studio watching <laughs> it, like the riots happen. And like Snoop and he's like, Snoop and them like went and drove down to Long Beach <laughs> to go get some free shit. <laughs> all right. This one you might get. All right. What movie did two, what movie set did Tupac leave and drive down to the riots? to go participate in after like literally like shoving the director out of the way damn was it like uh, poetic justice poetic justice so, the director was John Singleton yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah I like had to like I tried to stop Tupac from going down there he went down there yeah and, like he like this guy's like yeah we were just he's like we were driving down this street right here Tupac was just shooting out the out the <laughs> fucking uh, the, the moon roof just let he's like Tupac just let rounds <laughs> off uh just think if Tupac was still alive, how uh, how toxic Don't that guy. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. All right, last one. So one for two. After a couple of days, a bunch of celebrities came together to make a commercial asking people to protest peacefully, except there were two members of the hip-hop community who showed up and then refused to tell the people to stop. And told them they were justified. Obviously, who, those parts weren't aired. Yeah. Can you guess who those two people were? Who those two? Oh my god. And a hint, uh, you mentioned. So Cube. Ice Cube was one of yeah, them. Yeah, and uh, was it Ice Cube and? Uh, oh man. 
was it Dre too? It was Easy E. Easy E. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. interviewing them, and they're like, "Yes, I think it's justified." Yeah. He's like, "No." He's like, "I'm not telling them to stop. They should mm-hmm. be doing it." He's yeah. like, "I wish I was there." That's what Easy E said. Yeah, because once you once you get pushed so far, like, what else is there? What else is there? When you try to do the stuff the right way, and you still get fucked over. So, a very important event in, in history. Yeah. In the history of not just this country, but hip-hop as well. Yeah. All right, my little thing is because, you know, in honor of Pusha's T and, uh, you know, Coke rap, you know, that little genre and things, I'm going to spit out some lyrics and see if you can guess, you know? Okay, okay. One was already mentioned, and so you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it super fast. Uh, first one. I've been in this game for years. It's made me an animal, <laughs> you know? Of course, that's Notorious B.I.G. Mm-hmm. off of uh, the Tin Crack Commandments yes, yes. song, which I've quoted several times yes, on this episode yes. already. And Look I, at that synergy. Yeah, and I was just like, because the T-Money too, you know? So I was like, this is why it inspired me to do this. All right. The next the next one is a little bit harder. Um, all right. You don't want to feel no different. Thus, the lust you got you itching. Your nose wide open and it's dripping. Y'all know uh, I'm like your prescription. I'm your physician. I'm your addiction. Oh, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's just hard to, with the beat and stuff, but yeah. The one like... I'm Is your... that Kendrick Lamar? No. Uh-uh. You want to do one more guess? Is it Pusha T? No, Pusha. It's uh, Jay-Z from I Know. <sighs> Mm-hmm. All right, so one one for two. Okay. The last one's the last one. You you might get it. I told Virgil to write brick on my brick. I told. Oh damn it! <laughs> I told Virgil to write brick on my brick. Is that Pusha T? <laughs> no, but he wishes. He wishes he said it. It's, it's from the new guys. Oh, <laughs> the movie? No, no, not the not the movie. New guys, but. The new group that remember we said like I've been patched patched the torch. Oh, oh, Griselda. Yeah, yeah. Which one in the Griselda? Um, that's Biddy the Butcher. It's Westside. Westside, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, no. In this interview, I saw Pusha T. He did brackets on Complex, so they had like their uh, uh, dope songs, you know. So they had like UGK, Pocket Full of Stones, and like a bunch of other ones, but. This was off the song uh, "Dr. Birds," and he's like, "I oh, he's yeah. like, I wish that line is so hard. I wish I I I had that, but yeah, it was West Side." Well, each of us did one for two. One for two. That was good though. Those are good questions. Yeah, yeah. Those are those pretty good trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, even if both of us didn't do that well, but those, yeah. I liked. Yeah. Well, I got poetic justice in half of the other one. True. One True. and a half. Well, uh, we got time to give some shine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to give some shine this week to the Righteous Ginstones. The second season has been over the top. <laughs> it's been hilarious. It's been everything you would expect yeah. from something that Danny McBride is a part of. <laughs> He's hilarious. He's out of control. Yeah, and the show's out of control. Mm-hmm. And John Goodwin is so good in it. And like, what is it? What isn't he good in though? That's the right. Thing. Like that's the thing. Like. He's good at everything. And like he plays Danny McBride's dad. Uh-huh. And then Adam Levine from Workaholics yeah. plays his little brother. <laughs> and it's so there's so many like 
guest characters and shit that is so fucking... I'm like, he must be having so much fun playing mm-hmm. this character. It's great. It's so funny. Yeah, everyone should should check it out. Yeah. Um, I've been watching Halo. I need to watch this. So I it, forgot it started. Yeah. So it's 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 on the Paramount Network. Uh, it's pretty good. It's a little twist on like the story of the Halo video game, just like a tad bit, but a lot of stuff online, and it's just like the wild stuff, kind of like like the main theme, wild stuff that people do to progress, like science, you know, all the. All the like the experimentation dark, and yeah. everything that the Spartan program. Did. Yeah, that. And then they they do the little like, um, that you see some of the Covenant stuff, which is awesome. There's this dope battle, which they already happened, you know, like. That's so cool. it's like it's good, you know, like it's 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 coming from a video game. But still, like the, I watched because they made like a Halo film. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that was tight. I was no. like, this. I was into that. No, Netflix, they had a bunch of, uh, like, Halo, like, cartoon kind yeah. of stories. Those you know? were good, too. And those were good. And then this one has uh, Pablo. I forget his I forget his name, but his name is Pablo. And he's on Den of Thieves with 50 Cent. Um, he's a good military actor. Yeah, I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He's definitely built like. Is this last Shriver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pablo. And his name is Pablo. And I was just like, oh, Pablo's on, you know, tell the lady, Pablo's on today. Yeah. <laughs> And he's very good military wise. Uh, he's he's actually doing really good because this um, usually in what he's in, he's like a tough guy. And yeah, because he plays like a gangster in some. He plays gangsters. He plays military guys. He was on Thirteen Hours as well. Yeah, yeah. So he's good at that. He's mil- like a big dude. Yeah, he's like tall, well built. He's like yams if he was like six feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Uh, but this one shows a little bit of range. There's like a little emotion kind of things going on and he's trying to figure out his life and just because i'm gonna watch it for sure Mm because i remember reading about it before it came out yeah uh, i just haven't gotten a chance Mm -hmm. to watch it yeah it's good nice you know especially uh, you know halo is one of my favorites so yeah it's you know we're sci-fi yes yes All right, Sean, what are you ranking this week? All right. I'm excited. My, my I'm ability, always excited. My ability, you know, to discern, you know, the finer things. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, this put, week, to put numbers in front of things. Yes. I am ranking streaming platforms. Oh, okay. This one's a good one. All right. So, you know, some of this is personal experience. Some of mm-hmm. this is just what you get with the streaming platforms. Yeah, yeah. And basically, is you it know, Is it just it, video or is it music as well? Just video. Okay, okay. Or just, you'll see. But uh, also just like, you know, a way to fuck the fucking cable companies for yeah. those of you who want a cord cut. <laughs> so number 10. I did top 10 for this. Okay, okay. Number 10 is FUBU TV. Okay, I've never even. So FUBU TV is like an online like, live TV mm-hmm. service. I think it starts at like sixty five bucks a month, and it has sports. Okay, that's why this one is nice for those of you who are gonna like looking to get rid of cable, but are mm-hmm. sports fans. Fubu TV for sixty five dollars a month gives you like you know a basic cable package, and you get like sports channels and can watch like uh, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, hockey games, and stuff on it. So that's Fubu TV. Okay, and we're not getting paid for this, though we should. <laughs> Number nine is Peacock. I've never used Peacock. Peacock is essential if you like The Office. A- NBC stuff? And NBC stuff. And since I'm a Warrior fan and they play on NBC Sports Bay Area, I get, since my with my $4 subscription to the Peacock, mm-hmm. I get to also get NBC Sports and watch uh, watch all uh, every single Warriors game. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep for, for $4 a month. That's good. 
It's good. And it has the office, Parks and Rec, all the NBC mm-hmm. all NBC shows. Like Saturday Night Live, right? Saturday Night Live as well. Yes. Uh so well worth it. Number eight, Apple TV. Okay. Only has a couple good shows, but one of them is Ted Lasso, which yeah. is a, a great show. Yeah. So it's worth it. And I, I think Apple TV is yeah. not that expensive. It's like ten bucks, I think. Yeah. And like Apple TV, what I do like about it is since Apple is one of those things they have so much money, they decide they produce all their own stuff. So the movies that come out are like really, really good. Yeah, and the production production is super yeah. good. Like. Yeah, yeah. We watched Ted Ted Lasso in the morning show with the, Steve yeah, Carell. The more that one, that one's tight. Yeah, and uh, they have this other one, like some sci-fi ones I've been watching. I forget, oh, but they're just produced so well. Yeah, it's awesome. So mm-hmm. Apple TV, and then number seven, Prime Video, mm-hmm. which you know if you have an Amazon Prime account, Prime Video, um, just because it has like really good. I use it a lot for documentaries, especially yeah. to show mm-hmm. my students. Um, so it has some good documentaries on there and some good, like TV sh- educational TV shows. I yeah, and it's like wild stuff that you wouldn't see. Cause like Amazon's like very worldly. So there's like a lot of like, if you're into formula one, if you're into like motorcycle, like any kind of sports like that, there's like documentaries all about them. And they're trying awesome. to move into sports. We'll mm-hmm. see how that works. Yeah. they do. Oh yeah. I forgot. They have a couple of those things. And then number six is HBO max, mm-hmm. which it's HBO. Yeah. Everything's Plus, awesome. Yeah, they have uh, the entire DC mm-hmm. catalog, and you know they have all the HBO classics that we do and love. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna merge. I heard there's gonna be a package with number five, Disney Plus. Oh, really? That you'll be able to get HBO Max and Disney Plus combined, and um, which you know, I think HBO Max is like fourteen bucks a month. Uh, Disney Plus nine. Uh. Disney, I think it's five, and HBO's ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's super cheap, and you're getting so much with those two. Disney, you have the you know, Marvel. Yeah, because it's like uh, uh, Cinemax and HBO. Made, that's why it's HBO Max. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, they have, like, all the DC stuff, like you said. They have, like, uh, what's the other hubs? They have, like, the anime hub, the, yeah. cr- the Crunchyroll. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's all, was, it's all included. Which I was going to yeah. include, but I was like, it's part of HBO Max. Yeah. And for uh, all of you anime lovers mm-hmm. out there. And, uh, number four is YouTube TV, which Brad swears by, my brother Shannon swears by, as an alternative to uh, TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not that expensive either per month. It's like 30 bucks. 30 bucks per month, and you get like live TV and can watch like mm-hmm. a lot of you know on-demand stuff. Number three, Sling. For like twenty bucks a month, you get live TV, mm-hmm. or twenty five for sports. Because I had Sling before at my old house, and it was great. Like if you're replacing cable people, this is the way to go. And then the big one, number two, Hulu. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hulu has so much, and um, if you have Hulu, I think you get you uh, do, the ESPN app, so you, you can watch do, ESPN as well. I think you might have to pay a little bit extra, and you could do it with Disney too. So you could like bundle all those three. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, the Disney Plus on there. I get to watch awesome sports stuff. And I get a free Hulu through my Sprint phone for mm-hmm. some reason. It's great. And then last, Netflix, you know, the king. Even though they, they were in the they, news. They lost a bunch, they lost of, a bunch of subscribers. Because they're trying not to share people share. And also, though, they were like, they shut down all of the YouTube in fucking Russia. 
or all the Netflix in Russia. Uh-huh. So they were like, that was like 900,000 accounts just right there, Russian accounts uh-huh. that are no longer active because like in support of yeah. Ukraine, they shut those down. So it's like, this might be temporary, but like, it's still Netflix. Like it's the backbone <laughs> of anyone's yeah. streaming experience. <laughs> like yeah. my parents could use Netflix, but not, none of those other apps can they use, but they at least know how to use Netflix. Netflix is easy. There's just like the Paramount network one that app, it's getting a little annoying um it's just because it's not that fast and responsive and things like that um hulu is cool amazon prime kind of annoys me because they give you everything instead of like what's free yeah and then your list you have is to like you like be ready to watch something and then you realize oh this you gotta rent money. it yeah. yeah or like your list is never on there you know you have to like literally go up to your list amazon prime needs to be updated mm-hmm. it's, it's a terrible interface yeah. it's, it sucks but yeah, they have awesome. They got sports stuff. They got a lot of uh, football, uh, and then they got American football, like documentaries in there. Like, there's just so much. You get lost in Hulu yeah. or Amazon. But yeah, no, that was pretty good. Yeah. All right. So uh, what's up, what's up next? What's up next? The petty move of the week. Ooh. This is this is like a combination. I don't know which. There's like two sides to it. I don't know which one's petty and pettier than the other one. So, on the new show, The Kardashians, right? Mm-hmm. Kim, there was like another version of her Ray J tape out, apparently, right? So she's like, I don't want my sex tape. Yeah, a sex tape. I don't want my kid to see it, you know, so on and so forth. So supposedly, Kanye got everything that had to do with the tape, right? But then Ray J was like, no, that is a total lie. So. And, like, this was, like, a big thing on the Kardashians. People kept talking, like, oh, Kanye did a good thing, like, this and that. And Ray J is like, no, that's a total lie. And I don't know if Ray J is being petty for being like, hey, no, that's a lie. Or are they just, like, trying to, or the Kardashians trying to use this to, like, get more views or something. Like, it's just, I don't know which which is what. Jesus Christ. And it's just so annoying. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Look what they'll do yeah it's just just for views and things like and like yeah i don't know which is true which is not but it's just like they're both like <laughs> pretty much like i don't know what to say man it's, yeah i'm like this is so beneath us <laughs> as a society yeah but the, it should be but the world loves it the world yeah like god damn. And, that, and that's why i think like uh celebrity course is next <laughs> you know like <laughs> I was like, do they have shit like this in the Roman Empire? Top, probably. <laughs> yes. Probably. It's called the Colosseum, and talking, they chop motherfuckers' heads off. Like, talking shit about the nobles and shit. Just like, yeah. like the... <laughs> talking shit about the rich, you know? The slaves that weren't for the pharaohs. <laughs> they were, like, you know, behind closed doors. Spread yeah. rumors and yeah. gossip. Yeah. Wow. Long live the penny. <laughs> so, I don't know which is which. Which one's worse than the other, but... It's just like, and like, then Ray J goes on, it's like, I'm trying to live my life, like, blah, 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 but he's lying, you know? Because, yeah, like, who the fuck, like, who the fuck's bothering you, Ray Yeah, because he has this- <laughs> No one's fucking bothering you. Go live your yes. life, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's what you were doing before you popped your head into yeah, this bullshit. Yeah, because he has this tech company called Raycon, so, uh, and they do headphones and things like that, yeah. that are actually pretty decent, yeah. I heard, and so, yeah, but, I don't I know. Mean, you were always Brandy's little brother anyway. Or the dude that fucking got Kim I'm Kardashian always, fucked. I'm You've never sure. been the star. 
You you went from you went up you went from Randy's little brother <laughs> to to the dude who fucked Kim Kardashian. Yeah, one of the many. <laughs> so you're that's a- not Reggie Bush. <laughs> I totally forgot about that, and I totally forgot how much like because there's this thing where the Kardashians fuck at NBA careers. Reggie Bush was patient zero. <laughs> Reggie Bush, what's what's that one dude? Uh, Kim married? Oh, uh, which one? Uh, the tall white guy. Is it was he white or just the uh, basketball player? Yeah. Dude? Oh yeah. man, I forgot that guy. Yeah, name. and then Chloe, the one because he had a twin, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he had a twin. Yeah, and then Chloe, Chloe with like Tristan Thomas, right? Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Thompson. Didn't one of them, one of them was married to Lamar Odom? Or Odom. Odom. Chloe, yeah, Chloe, yeah, Lamar. I, I don't Odom. know. I don't like. Yeah, it's just like how many fucker, how many fucking sisters are there? <laughs> Second of all, like how many NBA players are they dating? <laughs> I can't keep track. How many careers are they fucked over? I can't keep oh track. my god! But yeah, sometimes the booty. <laughs> That's what happens. I know. Like. We're, <laughs> And it's just so funny to think you guys are NBA stars. You've had so much ass, and this is the one that fucking crumbles everything. Oh my god! Yeah, All right. she's topples empire. She's modern day Cleopatra. Kim Kardashian just ruining the, the Kardashians because yeah, Chloe Odom that that, that fucking her power is too strong for these weak ass men apparently. Because uh, like she's still standing tall. She's 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 still doing great. She's making bread and a lot of it. And out of every, all of these things, she just keeps moving. Untouchable fucking woman is Teflon. <laughs> Miss Teflon, she, you know, like Kanye's fucking up. Pete Davidson, there you are. <laughs> I mean, and salute to Pete for loving. She's not downgrading. Like she, like Pete's way younger than her. Like that's, I would argue that's an upgrade. From Kanye to Pete Davidson. And I feel Pete's more chill. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, she's upgrading through all these dudes. <laughs> these dudes are left in her wake. Like, lives destroyed in shambles. <laughs> Maybe I do like Kim Kardashian. Just <laughs> her destroying lives. <laughs> With her fucking butt cheeks. <laughs> oh, it's more than that. It's gotta be more than like, She's obviously she's the one playing chess with these motherfuckers. <laughs> these little boys, <laughs> they don't know what they got themselves into. <laughs> no, is she like the is she is she, is she like the 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 uh, the evil fucking Erica Badu? <laughs> They're like the two the two you know the, the, sides of the coin, the, the, the yin and the yang, the extremes ends. Uh, Erica Badu and Kim Kardashian. Who, who's in the middle? Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have to be like someone like I don't know, who who dates like a lot of dudes with just it's everything's fine. Nobody. I don't know, like uh, oh, fuck, like Jennifer Aniston or one of these celebrities, just yeah. like you know, I don't know, that wasn't good. Never mind. <laughs> fuck. Is there just a normal this, relationship? This is for you to rank next time. Like, is there just a good? For, like, Celebrity relationship with like you know I don't know because remember Big Sean made the song about that one girl on Genoa yeah Genoa yeah. uh, 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 Oko you know like Big Sean could be the guy version yeah, you know it is Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats uh Swizzy I just watched her show she bought the she bought the uh, she got the Ben and Jerry dunks for him 
They're like three thousand, three thousand dollars. Oh, did she get them with the the cool box? Yeah, with the, the ice cream box. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was like super, very super limited. Yeah, she's like, these are wild. She's like, I'm gonna get. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know how we got there. What is? It? Oh, it's it's time yeah. for my song. What is your song? So this is a crazy story. Last week, you know, Caesar and I are chilling at Public House out on the patio. Salutes to Roxy. She was bartending, came, hung out with us, let us play our music, mm-hmm. and this song came on. And the guy, like the people sitting across from us, had already commented on our musical tastes. And he came over, and he was like, "Hey, I just want to introduce myself." Um, he's like, "I wrote the baseline for this song. I'm a sound engineer." And he's like, "I work with. I've worked. Yeah, I wrote the baseline on the song for James Blake." And I was like, "What?" I'm like, "I love the first of all. This is an amazing song. I fucking love it." I was like, "That's crazy." And he's like, "Yeah, I live in L.A." He's like, "I've worked with like I do a lot of work with TDE." And he's like, I've worked with Kendrick, Schoolboy Q. Um, but he's like, yeah, I've worked with all kinds of different people. Um, I was like, bro, that's amazing. Like, yeah. I'm like, we have a radio show. Yeah. Like, we play, you know, music, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, he's like, all oh. he was like really, uh, like, awkward and kind of um, shy. I was like, oh, I, I appreciate you coming over, man. Like, I, I love the song. Excellent work. <laughs> yeah. And he just went and sat back down. So this is the song. Salutes to you, guy. Yeah. Uh, I think his name was Jay. And uh, the song is Retrograde by James Blake. It's a banger. Listen and enjoy, guys. Salud.
Welcome back, guys. Uh, that was Sean's Song of the Week, Retrograde by James Blake. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. Um, James Blake uh, from England. He's British. <laughs> chip, chip. And, uh, yeah, uh, I've been a big fan of him for a long time. He does, like, uh, kind of, you know, old school R&B, that British style R&B. And, uh, you know, he's done stuff with, like, Andre 3000 and a couple of other rappers, you know, to make some Thug and B songs. But uh, great voice, and apparently worked with this uh, homeboy from from Public House. Yeah, <laughs> so it's to you, guy. Yeah. So next we got movie of the week or go. movie review. What are we reviewing here? So it's the last installment of the Fantastic Beasts. And that's the this Harry Potter spinoff with yeah, Dumbledore. Correct? Yeah, exactly. And like it was pretty good, but I just felt the end was so anticlimactic. Because even at the Harry Potter ones, you know, it took, what, seven movies to get to, like, a wild fight scene and stuff. This one, they had one, and it was all right. <laughs> and obviously, there was a lot of, like, crazy, like, politics going on in their, like, world of magic. And, but it was just, like, it was, it was shot very well. The story kind of went pretty, pretty okay on a good pace, but I don't know. Because Jude Law plays young Dumbledore, right? Yeah, exactly. It, 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 which, I mean, it's Jude Law. Yeah, yeah. But, like, their fight scene with, like, the bad guy where Johnny Depp's, you know, character was, you know? And then the other, it was just so much, you know, it wasn't as good as it should have been. All right. You know? All right. So. And I just feel a lot of it, too. A lot of stuff had to get redone because no Depp, you know? One to five stars, what do you say? I don't know. Three. Three and a half. Okay. The, the other ones were better. You know, like, but I mean, three stars is pretty good. That's yeah. an average movie. Yeah, I don't right. know. I, I watch a lot of movies, so I hold stuff to different standards. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so you know, shout outs, shout outs, and call outs. Jay Kwanzaa, Elzo, Jamal, Artie, mm-hmm. everyone else who came out as part of this little workshop we put on for the students through the Black Student Union at Reno High mm-hmm. uh, came through yesterday. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty cool, especially for the first one. Like, eventually, they want to start like a mentorship program like after school program but um Artie past guest um he was there um doing like graffiti like mm-hmm. like the, they're representing the elements of hip-hop so yeah. he had like a, a station set up where the kids could like he like made them like could make little stickers he's like he, he's like we can do like a big mural if you want to work together or he's like i got these little things so you guys can do like little stickers like he's like that's how mm-hmm. i started off you know sometimes just cool designing and like he was just you know walking around helping them then uh jamal had a little uh freestyle he had this little bluetooth speaker and he was like getting these kids to to rap and like spit some bars and like met one kid he's performing he's like i performed at holland he knew one of our uh you know the local artists we played this week on the radio show so that was cool and then um elzo elzo was there he didn't have his um he didn't have his dj equipment but Mm. So he was just kind of like talking to them about the history of hip hop. But this yeah. one girl who was all into music, like literally was like interviewing him. It was great. <laughs> I was, she's like, he's like, damn. I'm like, no, I'm like, she's only like a sophomore, but I'm like, she listens. She goes to like all the music festivals I want to go to. Yeah. She listens to like all different, like she knows like music from like the sixties and the eighties and the nineties. Like she like loves music. Yeah. So she was like, just, Yeah. And then this other kid was like, I don't even like rap music. So he was like talking to him too about the history, how it started and everything. And then they had a, another, I forgot her name, 
but she's like a song or she's a performer she's from sacramento and she had like a songwriting section and like the girls were like singing like hooks mm. and like you know she was Little explaining melodies. like yeah the difference between like a verse and a hook and, and a bridge, bridge and like mm. a chorus and all that and then like they had another group off dancing and they were like you know first they were starting off doing like little tiktok dances mm-hmm. and stuff and but then they were all dancing got real stuff. yeah it was good it was pretty it was dope it was nice. fucking crazy i was like damn this is tight yeah, I mean, this has been a long ass day, and all this is only in forty. I'm like, we already had an assembly today. These kids are, <laughs> this is the best day ever. Yeah, <laughs> like my whole, I'm like, I took my whole class to it, you know. So they were all excited, um, and then yeah, because like Jabal and Elsa were talking shit when I walked up. I was like, oh, you, yeah. you know how them? Like, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, your teacher's kind of a big, like, <laughs> kind of a big deal. I don't tell you guys. A little humble brag over <laughs> like once he was like you you were in a band i was like there's so much you don't know about me mm-hmm. that we're not gonna find out today yeah or maybe ever <laughs> <laughs> like that 151 story <laughs> exactly so uh, yeah shout out to those guys that was awesome hopefully jaquanza you know he he uh, i met him through spoken views and uh um the lady this lady from the Anatomy museum of art was there her she helped put it together uh, i forget her name but her daughter goes to reno high and uh, i met her at an event last month there so all you know always networking trying to bring the arts together and this time if it combined to the five elements of hip-hop it was super tight then mm-hmm. we playing basketball <laughs> <laughs> There were kids playing basketball yeah. off of some distance. Because PE, you know, PE yeah. going on. We were outside. Six element of hip hop. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Kaylin Evans. He's running for uh, president of the Washoe Education Association. Uh, so if you're a teacher, uh, give him you know, a vote. He's a past guest. You can go back and listen. He, he He's very passionate for education and supporting teachers' rights. So, you know, he uh, hit me up. Thanks for all the support, you know, and. I was like, you find out uh, voting's still going on. If you're a teacher, go vote. Uh, they, they emailed you a link. It might be in your trash folder. <laughs> so check it out. Man. And, uh, yeah, give Kaylin Evans a vote if you're part of the, the union or the association. Yeah. yeah. And I want to give a big shout-out to Frank with the PH, past guest. He hit me up the other day, and he's like, thanks for putting me on to Marlon Craft. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so this to you, Frank. Yeah. New he, fan. Yeah, because he like listens to the podcast as he like does his little art stuff. So excuse me. But yeah, and he hit me up. He's like, dude, I think Mom's Whiskey was the song that got him into the Marlin Craft. That's a great one. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yo, like, thanks a lot. Like, I just been listening to him a lot lately. And I was like, awesome. I was like, me and my brother are actually trying to go see him, but we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, and salutes to all our fans. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you, <coughs> Elzo asked, he's like, "What is this phone number?" So <laughs> we have Elzo. a Google number. <laughs> you know, it goes into a voice straight to a voicemail, and you can leave a voicemail, which is then transcribed <laughs> into words, so we can read it, <laughs> yeah, or listen to it, mm-hmm. so we can it, it automatically saves as a nice little file, and we'll play it on the podcast on the radio. If you have a music request. You know, request a song. Uh, if you have a story uh, you'd like to share or just a question for us on the podcast, you know, ask it on the voicemail. It has my voice. It says, you, who are you talking to? <laughs> Leave it there. And, uh, yeah, we'll play it on a future episode. Yeah. Phone number 775-800-9153. All right. 
So yeah, Sean, you got a fuckboy of the week this week. Oh, we got a fuckboy of the week. And of course, fuckboy is a gender neutral term around here. <laughs> because this week's winner is Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> For all of her ta- like her fuckboyish. She uh, she was on the stand uh, for trial for like I forgot one of the which one there for, multiple times for she Johnny had to testify. No. <laughs> um, and like they were calling her out all the wild things she tweeted in the last year about like the insurrection and everything, and she just kept claiming I don't recall, I don't remember if I asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she wasn't. Yeah, she's just like I don't remember it doing this. That like. It's your Twitter account. Like, is this your Twitter account? Is that your tweet? Is it that blue check mark? Did you <laughs> did you tweet that? I don't remember. So, but it is your account, yes. And only you use it, yes. So, did you tweet that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely like look. And then uh, yesterday, when uh, the the Senate was or not the Senate, the House was discussing like. Uh, new aid for the Ukraine. She went up there and instead uh, talked about some conspiracy theory that like the money was going to Nazis in NATO and started talking about like an invasion of the southern border of like, you know, people coming from Mexico. So then the next guy got up and spent his two minutes calling her out on her bullshit and being like, we're here to like support the people of Ukraine. Like, do you really think there's Nazis there that are going to use this money? Because please tell us so we can do something about it. Is that what you really think? And it just shows her her whole fucking entire thing is this some fucking show. So fuck you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. You're a fuckboy of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than, you know. That's all I have to say about that. I plead the fifth. If I have. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it for this show. That's it for the episode, guys. Um, it's always good, you know, Sean and I just talking shit for a couple hours. <laughs> pretty much, you know. Yeah. Uh, until next time, make sure you check us out every Friday night on 97.7 K-Wink or kwinkradio.org where you can stream anywhere in the world the best hip-hop radio station or radio show ever, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, up in the mix. <laughs> yeah. 9 to 11, we play nothing but the best in hip-hop. I'm biased, but yeah. pretty much the best show ever. Yeah, you know. I second that notion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Check my website out for photography if anyone out there needs some work. You know, I revamped it actually recently. So it's D E L A F O T O dot photography. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Let's get some work done. Let's uh, make some moves. So until next time, this is Sean saying peace. Yes, yeah, this is Della Photo. Respect each other. Protect so, your neck. Suddenly. <laughs>